Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined with Jason Bolt, the founder and CEO of Revan Optics. Jason, thanks so much for being on the show today. Roy, thanks for having me on the podcast. Happy to be here. So this is a really awesome product. We love working with products that we can use in our everyday life. You've built a really cool business. You know, now that you're you're running a crowdfunding campaign for performance sunglasses built to last and backed for life. So let's take a few leaps back and talk about where does this all start? What was the inspiration of creating these sunglasses? Way back in the early days when I founded Revan, I just honestly just frustrated that I couldn't find replacement lenses for my expensive sunglasses. And so I just started doing some research on where lenses were made, ended up finding some manufacturers overseas and sourced some lenses for them and loved them. That was about eight years ago. And then I put them up online and in a matter of about two days, I ended up selling 200 pairs. So it was quickly apparent that uh, there was a need for replacement lenses for eyewear because the, the OEM manufacturers weren't, weren't providing them. So fast forward, we've, you know, we have over 500,000 lens customers all around the world that we were interacting with on a daily basis and they own every brand of frame in the world. And about two or three years ago, uh, we started floating the idea internally of developing our own line of eyewear, but we didn't want to just, you know, release another eyewear brand. There's thousands of them out there. We wanted to approach the market differently. So that's what we did with the Revan eyewear line. So gosh, so... Give me an idea. So you guys have been making lenses for all the other manufactured companies out there in the world. Does that, how does that start? You know, how do you begin that process or had you been, you know, the exclusive lens maker for a lot of these companies? No. So we're actually all aftermarket lenses. Uh, We don't supply any of the OEM brands. We actually sell direct to consumer online. And I went that route because uh, we can provide a much better product at a better price point selling direct. And it was really organic at the beginning. You know, it was a, it was a problem that I solved for myself. Uh, I mountain biked a lot, so I was constantly scratching lenses in my $200 frames. And I, I wanted an affordable alternative, and I wanted a wider selection of lenses. And then when I put it out online, I, I found that, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of other people were interested in that solution as well. And then I think the really interesting and cool part was that we would have customers that would find us mainly through eBay and then Google, and they would love the lenses they purchased from Revan. They'd write in and ask if we can make lenses for their other frames. They'd tell their friends. So it was a very organic beginning. 
in that way, you know, we were always in con constant contact with the customers and learning from them. So very rapidly adding new frames, producing a wide variety of lenses for every frame. And then about a year and a half ago, we started edging lenses on demand here in Portland. Uh, so that allowed us to add about 60,000 new products to our website. That's incredible. So what's been the biggest challenge so far that you've encountered when, you know, designing, a, you know, eyewear? Yeah, it's obviously a related category to lenses. We always say like eyewear should be built from the lenses out. You know, optically speaking, the lenses are really what matter. But then how they sit on your face, how they sit in the frame is, is right, right there is sort of the next most important thing. So I would say the most challenging thing was finding and recruiting the right team to work with us to develop eyewear. Like I said earlier, we didn't want to just go into the market with another pair of sunglasses. We wanted to develop something unique, differentiated, and we wanted to develop something that was of the highest quality. So it took about a year to find that team, a mix of both internal team members that we've hired and then external partners to uh, help us develop this first line of, of three frames. So you guys have been designing, you know, replacement lenses for, for years and years. And then you're like, all right, let's, let's make our own. Yeah. What triggered the decision to think about crowdfunding as your path to launching this new product line? Yeah, that's a good question. And it was hotly debated internally, if I'm honest. But ultimately, we landed on launching on Kickstarter and, and building something for that community because it's a community of innovators. And that's what we are. You know, we're very DIY kind of tinkerers and we love to build innovative solutions to the problems that are out there. And when we looked at the demographics of our customer base and some of the psychographics, we found there's a lot of overlap with the Kickstarter community. And what was really compelling to me was that they're, they're a crowd that's known for embracing disruptive companies, you know, companies that are scrappy, but, but building better product or services. One of our goals was to expose Revent to, to a broader audience. You know, we've, we've been solely a replacement lens brand and that's been growing but we wanted to really fuel that fire by appealing to a new audience that that we knew has the same mentality as as our current customer base that was kickstarter interesting so we always talk a lot about you know how the preparation of a crowdfunding campaign precedes the success of it mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about what work you guys did as a team of preparing for the launch of the campaign which ultimately let you hit your funding goal within three hours, you know, what were some of the tactics or tips that you would provide to our audience that led to the success overall of the campaign as a whole? Yeah, it's a very good question. And we started out by learning from those that had gone down the path before us. So reaching out to other companies and uh, leaders within those companies that had run successful campaigns, companies like Moment Lenses or Rumple, you know, those two we worked with very closely to to download what they had learned uh, running multiple campaigns, some that have been incredibly successful, and applied those learnings to how we rolled out our campaign. And then bringing the right partners into the fold as well. So partners that can help you reach that broader audience, it's really important. And then ultimately crafting the story. So we, we, we spent a lot of time refining down to what we thought the most important selling points are for our product. And, and then telling that story effectively through a video, through a copy, basically making sure that everything was consistent so that when that, you know, that customer came to our site or potential customer, they were receiving the same message over and over again. So consistency was key. And then obviously driving exposure, both through PR efforts, paid marketing, 
You know, I spent, I did a kind of a sprint in New York for two days where I met with 16 different editors from different publications. And I think a lot of our success is due to the articles we've received as a result of, of that effort. Got it. Yeah. I mean, you guys probably have one of the best videos that we've seen this year, and it really does tell the whole story. And you touch on all the different use cases of the product and how you guys have been innovative. So it's, you know, really well laid out and you're right, you know, in terms of the story, right? You have to get that right to hit that customer and tell them and, you know, why they need this pair of sunglasses, right? Because I mean, most people are buying what, one or two pairs of sunglasses a year. Potentially it's, you know, a matter of, okay, why this pair? How is this different? Right, exactly. It's a, it's a very crowded market. So we had to tell that differentiated story very effectively. And I have to give credit to my team internally here. We, we have a marketing brand team that, you know, majority of them have only been at Revent for uh, six months or less. And so they quickly ramped up and learned the story we needed to tell and then worked with a brand partner of ours called The Program to develop that incredible video. I just had to show up and talk. They did all the rest. There you go. You did, the you did well. I mean, you guys have also had some really good stretch goals to your backers, you know, that they've unlocked. Can you talk a little bit about that process and how you guys decided what to offer for stretch goals? Yeah, you know, we did. We talked about that internally before we launched the campaign. And I think that's another key to success is is just feeding the energy and sort of the momentum behind the campaign. We, we had no idea how it would do, but we wanted to be prepared if, you know, it, it ended up exploding like it did and have really compelling offerings for that audience to, to keep the momentum going. So we talked through, you know, what would be some unique, interesting perks. And the case was an obvious one. You know, we had designed some cases and we wanted to bring those to market, but felt like as a, as a good sort of carrot or stretch goal incentive that we would roll that into the package. So I'm really excited we hit that because the case is phenomenal. Uh, and then obviously our specialty being different lenses for different activities. And so unlocking those additional lens colors, we thought would be very much in line with uh, what we do as a brand and what we want to offer to our community. So I know you guys have always been like a customer centric focused company. Let's talk a little bit about your experience with your backers so far. Uh, have you gotten much feedback? How have you been managing that feedback with promotion or new features in glasses or future products to come out? Yeah, we're very active in there. Before we even launched, we put together a plan to make sure our customer customer experience team could pretty much real-time respond to comments. And that's been a part of, as you mentioned, a part of Revent from the start is being very responsive and, and in touch with our customers or community there. So I think that's a key driver of the success we've had too, stoking that energy that they bring and those ideas and, and answering any of the questions they have. So we'll continue to do that. And in fact, some of the questions that have come in have sparked ideas for future for future products. So we view our customers as not only like, you know, the support, the economic support, but also sort of the ideation and, and innovation goldmine that we use to develop products and services. So you've been working with our team here at Inventus Partners for a while now. What were some of the considerations when you were choosing an agency to partner with for your Kickstarter campaign? Yeah, you know, we vetted a lot of agencies and Aventus bubbled up as the top one to work with to really stoke the campaign. I mean, our interactions with the team were really, you know, positive and, and we felt like we could work together well. We aligned on sort of the, the energy we brought to the table and then just the strategy that they brought in terms of how we should roll it out, story we should tell and channels for marketing we should use. So that's ultimately 
why we landed on on choosing that partnership. So what's been the biggest thing that you've learned throughout the whole process of launching this Kickstarter campaign? That's a really good question. The biggest thing I've learned is <laughs> preparation is key. I'll say like, you know, I've seen, we studied a lot of campaigns before we launched and some of the most successful ones, you know, we saw, unfortunately, they were un- unable to deliver on the product or the promise that they put into the campaign. We wanted to make sure that wasn't the case with us, regardless of kind of the outcome of the campaign. So making sure that everything that we could deliver, even if demand far exceeded what our our forecast or expectations were, and we could deliver a high quality product. So I think just the the pre-work is really paying off for us. For some other companies I've talked to that have launched Kickstarter campaigns, when they exceed their goal by the amount we have, the real struggle to deliver the product. The pre-work is, is going to allow us to do that and, and do it in a really effective way. Absolutely. So what tips would you have for someone else looking to crowdfund their product? I would say I'd go back to the earlier uh, mention of just consistency. Make sure you know exactly what your unique differentiated storytelling component is of whatever you're offering. You have to be able to essentially sum it up in a sentence or two, and it has to be compelling. If you don't have that, continue to work on it before you invest the time and energy into launching a Kickstarter campaign because there's a lot of competition now, a lot more than there ever has been. So again, narrowing down and and figuring out what's going to resonate with your core market and how you tell that story are are very key to having a successful campaign. All right, Jason, this is going to get us into the launch round where I'm going to rapid fire questions at you like a lightning bolt. Are you ready to go? It's in my name. That's it. (laughs) So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? I always loved working with groups. So uh, the idea of building a company and working with people to create and create new and valuable services, products has always been really inspiring to me working with a team. So for me, it was more the team aspect and then just the creative exercise of bringing something to life that never existed before or or bringing a new take on something that has existed is is really compelling and inspiring to me. It's been a great ride so far. Speaking of rides, if you could go mountain biking with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Oh, that is a really good question. Man, right now I'd say Gary Vee, just because of the energy he brings to the community, I feel like he would really send it. You know, we'd, we'd go off some, go down some steep inclines and off some big jumps together. Well, he's got the hustle. So what would be your first question for him? Where does all that energy come from? <laughs> <laughs> all that wine he's drinking. <laughs> well, it does the opposite to me. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, he's, he's got such an energy and a passion for what he does. Uh, and it seems to be sort of unlimited. So, you know, just the discipline. I think one thing I've learned as I continue to grow the business is the discipline of time management is, is incredibly important. And he seems to have that down to a science. So I'd, I'd ask him a little bit more about that. What book would you recommend to our audience? Well, I... <laughs> traction. I, I, I read the book Traction by Gino Wickman last year or about a year and a half ago. And we started implementing the entrepreneurial operating system into our company. And that's been a game changer for us. So very easy read, an incredibly powerful sort of framework for running even the earliest stage businesses that I would highly recommend to anyone that has started a company or is thinking about starting one. Awesome. Last question, Jason. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? You know, I think it's going to continue to evolve into more of an experiential world. So less 
here's a video, you know, support us to almost like getting the crowd, I think, involved in the, the design, the prototyping, uh, the design process and the engineering process. So going further upstream in the product creation process, I think creating those experiences and bringing uh, consumers into that is going to be really valuable and compelling in the future. And that, that could mean sort of in-person exercises or utilizing technology to create something that is incredibly compelling and personalized. Absolutely. Jason, this has been awesome. This is your chance to give our audience your pitch, tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should check you out. All right. Well, Revent is the future of eyewear. We've developed an eyewear system where every single component is replaceable, upgradable, and we're using the best materials on earth. Frames are made right here in California, and we're just pushing to evolve the eyewear industry. Less waste, better product at a better price point. So we really appreciate any support we can get and hope to see you on our Kickstarter page. Absolutely. Well, audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the notes, transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. And if you love this episode as much as I do, please leave us a review on iTunes. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Awesome podcast. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.